Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. We're back. We're continuing our blood series, it seems, (laughs) with yet another film with blood in the title. (laughs) This week, the bonus episode is from 1990. It's directed by Teddy Page. It is, of course, Blood Hands. It stars Sean P. Donahue as Steve Callahan. Nice. And Jim Gaines, who we all know as Peter from Blood Deaths. He plays Walter. Um, this is the same director as Blood Death. Oh, is it? It is indeed, yes. Nice. And you think that we're doing a series of films with blood in the title. Do you want to hear a few other Teddy Page films? Go on. Well, you've mentioned Blood Deaths. Uh, this is Blood Hands. He also did Blood Chase. And one film that I was thinking of having a pitch for, which uh, is quite irritating, he has also done Blood Ring. <laughs> nice. And... Blood Ring (laughs) 2. So, you know, he was prolific, if nothing else. And we're cracking straight into it because we know nothing else about this film. (laughs) No one on IMDb is bothered and neither are we. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go. Let's start because this is an absolutely phenomenal film. (laughs) We start with some porn actors and uh, Peter from Blood Deaths looking at a gold medal. They're having a fucking great time, these lot. Yeah, there's four of them. Four middle-aged men all sitting around looking like 70s porn stars with a big medallion, passing it round, saying, show me the medallion, (laughs) and other such quips. (laughs) They've at least had three beers each. Yeah, by the look of it, yeah. yeah. There's a beer on the table. Ooh, they must have been drinking for approximately an hour. Absolutely hammered. I've put, I haven't seen a group of men so happy together since I watched one of Ken's old films. <laughs> yeah, that was Blood Rings. <laughs> so, James, you finally made it. I've always wanted one of these babies. It's a real beauty. Hey, Georgie. Mm. Yeah, what can I do for you? Yeah, let me show you something, man. There's a little tiny inscription at the edge of the metal. What can you show me? That's right here, man. Watch this one, see? See, go away. Wish me luck, buddy. Man, you're a dreamer. You can't win a medal like this, Jesus. <laughs> All I can say, it was one tough fight. <laughs> yeah, but James made it look so easy. That's right. Huh? You look like a from New York, man. It's just, man. Let's look at your face now. They run out of alcohol anyway, and they decide to head off on a on a beer run. Obviously, all of them. Peter from Blood Deaths, he's driving. Yeah, all of them go. Yeah. Why? Because would all of them need to go? Because the film wouldn't make sense if they didn't. The credits, enough, yeah. the credits roll as we watch them shoot the shit. They're drunkenly driving around the place. Literally How far s- away is the fucking shop as they're, well? <laughs> they're literally swerving through the streets as well. They like they're in a quite like well-to-do area, don't they, that they live? Yeah. There's no shops at all within walking distance. No. You've got to get in a car and drive for 10 minutes. Cut to some old fuck. He's setting the table and he has a little glance up at a picture. It looks like him 
a small boy and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I've got the same picture of me, my dad and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I've got the same picture of me, you and your dad. <laughs> Do you reckon, you think I'm Burt Reynolds? <laughs> Maybe it is, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's reminiscing about his wife bollocking him for taking their son to kickboxing lessons. Yeah, you know, the sort of conversation you wouldn't ever have with your wife until about 20 years later. I'm telling you now, every conversation in this film (laughs) is a conversation no one would ever have. You remember all those arguments we used to have? You're always saying that if Stevie learned kickboxing, he was always going to be getting in trouble. Oh, that. I'm taking it all back. I never realised that our son would turn out to be such a kind and considerate man as he is today. And he says, oh, this line. Yeah, we are pretty lucky. God knows we tried our best to make him happy. And she says, well, you won't be happy if he finds out you're the one who's forgotten his birthday cake. And this is a great line this right now. This is brilliant. The dad says, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. He would kill me if I forgot his birthday cake. After all, he is a kickboxer. <laughs> She's like, yes, I know. <laughs> We've just fucking spoke about it. <laughs> Everyone speaks like they've had a brain injury in this brilliant. film. brilliant. Honestly, the dialogue is superb in this film. This... Really, really enjoy this. God knows we've tried our best to make him happy. Well, he won't be when he finds out that you're the one that's forgotten his birthday cake at the bake shop. Wow, thanks for reminding me. Kill me if I forgot his birthday cake. After all, he is a kickboxer. This is actually uh, filmed in the Philippines, isn't it? We yeah, should point it is. out. Yeah, yeah. there's oh, Blood Debt's film there as well. Then, yeah, I guess. yeah, 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 yeah. So Teddy Page is, is at his most dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to the gangler on the beer run. They're still laughing like fuck. They start causing trouble in the store they go into, including drinking the beers straight out of the fridge in the aisles. Yeah, they slap a woman's ass as they walk past. Oh yeah, yeah. They like a bit of that. They, yeah, they do. They just open up a beer. Yeah. The owner interferes, looks a bit like Clint Howard. Yeah, I, I like the owner. He's yeah. he's a funny-looking guy, isn't he? He do, Yeah, he says, there's a bar down the road. I suggest you leave now before I show you something you won't find so damn humorous. And Peter from Blood Debt says, What, are you going to show us your little willy? <laughs> <laughs> That's his actual line. That's not me being... That's his real dialogue, yeah. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me being humorous that's actually the fucking dialogue and the owner says oh, yeah I will you'd like that wouldn't you <laughs> here look can you see it look closer <laughs> yeah look at my tiny balls while you're there what the hell's going on here who the fuck are you I own this place so what the hell do you want I want you out of here there's a bar three doors down he's the main man <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you leave now before I show you something you won't find so damn humorous. Are you going to show your little Willie? (laughs) And he says, I got a black belt here that says I can knock all four of you on your asses. And immediately attacks them all. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'll knock you on your asses. (laughs) Yeah, and there's a store fight. We're about, what, how many minutes in a way? 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is our first sign I've written that every secondary character in this movie knows martial arts. Oh, it's brilliant. Including the drunk fucks. They're all a group of martial artists, kickboxers. Uh, One of the drunks with the glasses, turns out his name is James and he's the leader. Uh, He apologises after they knock the manager to the floor and says, oh, you know, we're leaving. But the manager gets up and continues the attack. He does, yeah. <laughs> Instead is... of just letting them leave, he just decides to attack them. Yeah, and he attacks James. And uh, you remember the medallion we were talking about? 
That's because James has just won that medallion in a kickboxing tournament. He's the champ of all things. Do they say that at the beginning? Because I yeah. assumed it... Or do they? Because yeah. I assumed it was um, the guy like Freddie Mercury's because oh, he wears it all the time. He wears it because he likes it so much. Yeah. They all have a joke about how he'd, uh, he'd never win one because he's so shit. He looks like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah, that's George, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but no, James is the champion. And they do have that chat in their, in their drunken discussion. It's... Uh, yeah, yeah, he did well to beat that guy. He was really tough. He says, yeah, that was a tough fight. But still, I am now the champion, and here is my medallion. James has a touch of the Jeffrey Dahmer about him, doesn't he? Yeah, he does a bit. Yeah, he's mm. quite a tall guy as well, isn't he? So uh, he ends up beating the store owner up, and he throws him behind him, and uh, he falls and hits his head. And that's quite a good effect, that, where the blood just appears. How the fuck do they do that? Like, freeze and... Uh, I think they hit him on the head. They actually killed waited. him. Yeah, I think yeah, they so. just actually let him hit his head yeah, on the side I think there. So, yeah. George, the Freddie Mercury-looking member of the gang, he investigates, finds him not he's not moving. He checks it, double checks it by kicking him a few yeah, times. Yeah, he does say kick him though. Yeah, I think that was a suggestion to see if he is dead. Yeah, kick him. Peter from Blood Deaths checks him and finds out that both he and his little Willie are dead. <laughs> they all escape in a panic, blaming each other. They head off at speed in their car. So. What are we, five minutes in and we've already had a fight and a death? Yep, and then the music's brilliant when they drive off. It's well, like no. the bloody opening music of Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> <laughs> like they're off on an epic journey somewhere. <laughs> we cut to some kickboxing training. Decent. This is our hero, Steve. Did you think? I didn't think it was very good. It was all right. It's, it's rubbish. <laughs> I thought, you know, for, for a training kickboxing fight, it's all right. Oh, okay, yeah, well. Yeah, okay. They've got the head pads on, haven't they, and stuff. Yeah. It's just a bit of light sparring while people are there looking at them and nodding and smiling at each other. Could have been a lot fucking worse. Have you seen Hard uh, yeah. Ticket to Hawaii? <laughs> well, it gets worse, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Back to the drunk gang. The car, it's overheated They're on the side of the road. They yeah. argue some more, saying at one point the shop owner killed himself. Yeah, that's what James says. It was self-defence. It was his own fault. He killed himself by fighting us. Uh, James says they need to get their act together and forget this feeling guilty shit. And they eventually all start laughing again. Uh, yeah. True friends this lot I've put. Quite right too. Friends through eternity. Cut to the bakery anyway. The dad is picking the cake up. Yeah. No dialogue. He's just putting a cake in the car. Yeah. That's the end of that bit. Cut back to uh, the the gang looking for water to uh, so they can get the car started. Banging on the back gate. Banging on the mom's back gate. She answers. Yeah, here's a scene, right? She opens the gate to see who the bloody hell's banging on it. And she goes, James, is it really you? Says, you better believe it, big tits. <laughs> yeah, so she recognises him. Well, even more ridiculously, because that would have been acceptable. What he actually says is, well, who else would it be, Diane? Yeah. Like, this is a totally <laughs> by-chance meeting. They're just <laughs> knocking on a gate to get water. There's no way they know it's her house. Yeah. There's not a chance. But yeah, who who else would it be? It could be fucking anybody. Yeah. There's like a Mexican gang member, isn't there? He asks for water for their overheated. He's like black hair, black tash. 
Yeah. He asks for water for their overheated car. She invites them in and to make themselves at home while she goes to change which is the standard thing to do with a group of strange men in the house. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go and take off all my clothes. They tease James about it, and uh, he says that that was a long time ago. So that's the kind of the first inkling that they were together at one point. This is confirmed when James goes up to the bedroom to talk to the mom. She's getting changed. She tells him to get the hell out of there. And uh, she says what they had happened a long time ago. She's married now to a man twice her age, <laughs> it looks like, anyway. <laughs> twice her size. Yeah. And uh, James says, you're married? Not to that punk Edward. I gave you everything. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, money is not everything. We loved each other and that's what counts, James. Uh, he goes in for the hug. She squirms away and uh, forces him off her and gives him a quick kick to the fiery biscuits. Yeah, a little knee groin area. Oh, that smarts. She runs off, stopped by the gang members who grab her. Edward arrives back with the cake, hears his wife's cries, drops the cake instantly to the ground. Yeah, it's a shame. It looked a shit cake as well. It did look shit. It bloody horrible. Yeah. Confronts the gang, calling them sons of bitches. Quite right. Attacks them instantly. Takes down Freddie Mercury and the Mexican. Uh, Mexican. Yeah, he's a big fella, the dad, isn't he? Yeah. Doesn't see how overly skilled. Although he does do a few things there. You're thinking, yeah, okay, all right. Uh, James hits him with a surprise attack. Floors the dad a quick hammer fist to the mom's face when she tries to help. There's a lot of women getting punched in the face Yes, in this. there is, yeah. yeah it's the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> it's Teddy Page. It's a trademark. <laughs> this is enough of a distraction for the dad to get the upper hand and they try escaping, fighting their way through the house. The mom takes another punch to the face, this time from Peter from Blood Debts. Uh, she takes it like a trooper, though, because she barely even stumbles before yeah. she just carries on. Yeah, yeah, she's got escape mode, isn't she? She's in the zone. James floors her, tells her that she could have had it all. Not sure what he means by had it all there, but, you know, she doesn't know either, as he snaps her neck with yeah. one hand. <laughs> he just breaks her neck and kills her instantly. Uh, James carries on to the dad, who's still kicking the absolute shit out of the other gang members. <laughs> yeah, they're not the best, are they? I was thinking, like, how are these guys going to stand a chance against the, the kid if the fucking dad is giving him this much trouble when he's in his 70s? <laughs> James gives him an arm break, I think. Some yeah. hilarious screams from the dad. Yes, yeah, and then he just holds his arm like loose at his shoulder, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he still punches with the other arm, but he's, <laughs> the one that he's broken is just limp. Yeah. <laughs> we get a slow-mo around the house kick. Yeah, nice one. From James sends the dad through the glass back door of the house to as, his death. As the dad has grabbed the medallion. Oh yes, you do see him grab the medallion uh, with his one good hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then he does. He, he gets he gets kicked through a glass door, which I, I do. I always enjoy people going through glass in these films. Yep, kills him. That he does. Yeah, uh, they get the hell out of there in time for uh, maybe the the greatest first line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of any. Uh, everything is gone, I'm going to have to get revenge uh, yeah. film ever yeah. Yeah, from our hero. He says, wow, I can't believe all these good things are happening to me and on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, he just... The thing is, in this as well, because like, I watched this on YouTube, where you can watch this, everybody. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's on YouTube, yeah. He's like, a, he's totally shaded out, isn't he? You, you can't, can't see him. You can't no. see him at all. You just see a silhouette of him. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just talking about how great his life is, how everything's falling into place, and how everything is just absolutely perfect. Nothing can ruin the high crest of a wave he's riding on right now. And on his birthday, what a bonus. 
Yeah, he says, he's got this feeling deep inside. A feeling of achievement, maybe. Yeah. No, it's more than that. I just can't explain it. And thankfully, his girlfriend says that he doesn't have to. And he says, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what? His girlfriend's called Tracy, and he's taken her back to his house for the ultimate birthday surprise. <laughs> They pass the gang on the opposite, going, you know, the opposite way at pace. And he says, wow, <laughs> they sure are in a hurry. My note is, I like how both Steve and his dad use wow as an exclamation of yeah, shock or surprise. Certainly, why, why not? <laughs> wow. I'd like to do that. Start doing that from now on. <laughs> you can do. As birthday surprises go, is finding your whole family murdered <laughs> Up there, is it, Ken, you reckon? He's more disappointed about the cake, I think. I've written the same He's fucking notes. He's very upset notes. that the cake's on the floor. <laughs> he tells Tracy to prepare herself for some good old-fashioned home cooking. Yeah, she says good, because I'm starving. His mum's probably made something really special for his birthday. Yeah. He's almost like Matheus from Promutos. Yeah, he's such an excitable little twenty, mid-20-year-old boy, yeah. man. They pull in and he spots the cake on the floor, runs inside to see his mum dead. And my note is some great acting from Sean P. Donahue, who approached the, his uh, cake with the same sadness he approached his mother's corpse. <laughs> yeah, he does. He gives us the, Mom! Dad! And that's it. He drops his mum's head on the ground. Yeah, and then realises that his mum's dead and then just goes, Dad! Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're still alive and it'll all still be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Heads out to do the same to his dad, telling Tracy to call the ambulance quick. And as Tracy's on the phone, she sees a gold medal on the counter and picks it up. Yeah, just there in plain sight. Not hidden, not clutched away, just right there, in the, just on the counter. I notice, what an amazing first, like, 15 minutes yeah, of this film. Yeah, it's brilliant. Back at the gang's house, not, mu not as much laughter as you'd expect from this lot. They almost start fighting amongst themselves when Freddie Mercury refuses to sit down when Peter from Blood Deaths tells him to. Yeah. James breaks it up, telling them that they have to stick together at a time like this. He tells them that what happened happened and there are no witnesses, so they're all good. Yeah, so who cares, man? Let's just get on with some drinking. Oh, shit. Did anybody buy any beers? Cheers, we did. <laughs> That would have been one thing, because I think they just all left empty-handed. So they, they did, didn't they? haven't got any beers. No. Which is a shame. Freddie Mercury notices that the medal's gone, and they all start panicking again. They decide they need to go look for it. Well, James, he lost it. Yeah. George, you lost it. You go get it. James backs up his previous claim they all need to stick together by telling George that he needs to go find it by himself. Yeah, on his own, because it's his fault. Over to the hospital now with the coroner, telling Steve his father died from massive internal, internal hemorrhaging. Most likely caused by a slow motion around the house kick. <laughs> Although he would have been dead soon anyway due to a massive coronary. Yeah. Looking at him. He adds his mother expired from a broken neck. I've put expired in like question marks. <laughs> Why use that term? But anyway. Um, he says, judging from the contusions and abrasions on both, it looks like they suffered a serious beating prior to their deaths. Anyway, sorry for your loss. Yeah. A blonde guy, turned out to be a police sergeant, says that's enough. Tells the doctor... Um, enough! Yeah. He escorts Steve and Tracy out the room. He asks them if his parents had any known enemies, any old grudges, perhaps. I like uh, Tracy's line. They were the most gentle and peace-loving people I've ever known. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay then. Well, the full quote is... They were the most gentle and peace-loving people I've ever known, and the only time I ever met them was after their brutal deaths. 
because I'm pretty sure she'd never met them before. It seemed like it in the car. And it is a shame because I was starving. Thankfully, I had that cake that was left outside for us. <laughs> Steve says, My parents didn't have any trouble with anybody, except me if they forgot my birthday cake. I am a kickboxer after all. <laughs> he says, Well, think hard, Steve, because we have no facts to go on at all. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what that? There must be... A... So we'll just write a, draw a line under this one and... Uh... <laughs> must be a forensics paradise, that place. There was hair pulling and blood and all sorts of shit. I'm afraid we've got nothing. <laughs> Uh, the sergeant tells them if they can think of anything that they, that could help to give him a call. They says we certainly will. Cut to Steve looking at the same photo his dad was looking at. Um, I like how he's bought this massive frame photo to the gym with him. Yeah, because he's still gone to the gym, hasn't he? Yeah. He's still like got changed, gone to the gym, but brought a photograph to make him sad. My favourite character turns up now. Yeah, this is, I think it it's is Bert. Bert Reynolds. Yeah. It's Bert Reynolds himself, it's ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Gale. He basically turns up and says, uh, you know, get over it already. It's been almost a day. You've got to go on living. And Steve replies with, They were brutally murdered, Mr. Gale. They didn't deserve that. They did nothing to no one. No, they don't deserve that. And credit to Mr. Gale. He won't be swayed from his initial statement. <laughs> A rarity in these films. Usually people are like, you're right, Steve, I'm sorry. But he just says... To be honest, he doesn't react to anything throughout this film. No. It's like he's just determined to read what he's been given and exactly just get on with it. I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to put any inflection into it. I'm not going to try. I will read what you've told me to say and I will get paid and I will go home. Thank you very much. Goodbye. And that's why he's my favourite yeah. in this, because he looks like Burt Reynolds, but yeah. gives less of a fuck than Burt Reynolds <laughs> has ever done. Feeling well this morning, Steve? Look, I can't blame you for what's happened. But this will heal in time. And you got to go on living. They were brutally murdered, Mr. Gale. They didn't deserve that. They did nothing to no one. No, they don't deserve that. Look. You see, Steve, violence is a reality of life. It's something that all of us have to cope with. This is why you're in training, self-defense, and anticipation of this reality. Life is very precious for all of us to let a thing like violence end up destroying it. Because once he says no, he's just like, well, you see, Steve, violence is a reality of life. <laughs> it's something we all have to cope with. This is why you're in training, you see. Self-defense in anticipation of this reality. Life is very precious to all of us. Don't let a thing like violence destroy it. Or the sad uh, death of your parents. Yeah. Don't let that weigh on your mind. Is it violence has literally destroyed his life by yeah. killing his parents. Still, continue with your training to live a violent life. Must be pointed out that I love the heartfelt music which is behind yeah. his words, even though he says all this callous <laughs> shit to Steve, as if it were all supposed to, as if we're all supposed to be nodding along to what he's saying. I was. I, like... was. I was just like, so wise. Uh, Tracy just steps into shot behind him like she's in dark place and says, I've been waiting to give this to you, but something's been holding me back. I guess I was too afraid of the consequences. And it's the medallion. There it is. You should have handed that over to the police. Perhaps this is the clue they needed, says uh, Burt Reynolds. Uh, what's his name? Gale. Mr. Gale to you. 
Mr. Gale immediately recognises it as a kickboxing championship medal. Uh, he says, oh, that explains why a fully-fledged martial artist like your dad got beaten up. He was beaten up by a champion. <laughs> fully-fledged. Fully-fledged. He was so overweight, it was incredible. He, he has a touch of the Zap Rousdauer from uh, Final Sacrifice about him, that man. Who, Bert? No, uh, the His dad. dad. Yeah. I like he says that's why he's been up by a champion. I was. I also put he was also in his 70s and yeah, against he, four men. Yeah. He will pay, I believe, uh, is what Steve he says. Does. Yes. Yeah. He does. Champion or no champion, he will pay for what he did with his fists clenched. Yeah. And there you go. That, that's uh, there's, there's your plot. He's he's swearing revenge now on the champion that killed his family, and uh, let's just keep going because it's just an absolute. It's a whirlwind. Oh, it is though, isn't it? And it's a little. It's like a rabbit hole of beauty and wonder. This film. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful sentences, Ken. <laughs> Thanks very much. We cut back to uh, George and the what's the Mexican guy? Freddy, he's called, isn't he? Fred. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. George and Fred. They're breaking into Steve's house to look for the medal. Steve's parents, how should I say? And they're instantly captured by the sergeant from the hospital who pulls a gun on them. Yeah, he's just there, just hanging around their house. Unfortunately, he stands right next to them and they're able to turn the tables on him, disarm him, and beat him up all around the grounds of the house and gardens. Yes, yes, they go outside for more fighting. I thought it was all right, though, the fight. Yeah. It was quite fun. They pick him up, decide to jump in the pool with him like they're on spring break. <laughs> All of them do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if that had been in slow motion with the music playing in the background. <laughs> Why can't we yeah. be friends? <laughs> yeah, very unusual uh, thing to do, but they do they all jump arms, into the pool. Yeah, they, yeah. they all jump into the pool. They try drowning him at first, and when that takes longer than three seconds, they end up smashing his head into the side of the pool until death. Yeah, and that's it. So now they've also killed a police officer. Yeah. It's just four Bodies friends. Piling they're just up. friends. They're just four friends. Or just having a beer. And now look. Four they've, deaths. They've, they've killed four people. <laughs> <laughs> Still, you know. Maybe he's remember, beer, yeah. Yeah. Maybe remember to pick up some beers this time, huh, George? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the gym with Tracy asking Steve and Gail if they've heard the news. And Steve, I've put with all the enthusiasm of a man reciting his morning coffee order, says yeah, the detective's been found dead at my parents' place. <laughs> he couldn't give less of a fuck, could he, that Steve customer? Tracy knows somehow that they're there to look for the medal, and she pleads with Steve to hand it in to the police before yeah. she, things get worse. They'll kill again. She's, she's sure of it. They'll kill again. Well, Steve's not interested. He says, they'll only lock them up, and that isn't good enough. And she says, Steve, you're letting your hatred eat you up. Mm-hmm. You're not like them. Don't let your hands be stained with blood. It's a good line, that. So good. We get it again later on. I put well said. That's definitely how you'd say that to yeah. someone, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Gale pipes up saying it isn't safe to go home. He needs to stay in the gym forever. <laughs> <laughs> I've written the exact dialogue that he says. Go on. Which may trump what she's just said with, Steve, it is not safe at your house. You must remain here for a little more while. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like he was stuck between which two to say. Yeah. You stay here for a little more or stay here for a little, for a while. And he just, said, he just said a bit of a more and a while. And I'm not doing it again, Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, yeah, good enough, good enough. I yeah. picture Teddy like, can we do that again? He's just like, nope. No. Yeah, he's just like that. <laughs> no, enough. no, we cannot. <laughs> 
Okay, right. Let's move on then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we, we cut to uh, James having a swim. Yeah, there's a shot of James in the pool. We find out Freddie Mercury's running running a car garage. Yeah, George gives him a bell, doesn't he? George is at work. Yeah. He's gone back to work. He's just killed a police officer and yeah. and a, a family and a store owner. Yeah, but uh, he's, he's, a, he's the owner of a BMW garage. I suppose, yeah. He's got work to do, only people need their cars fixing. He also speaks to one of the um, mechanics, and we find out that he's got a son who's who's mad about who's as mad about kickboxing as his old man. Yeah, he says, well, that's Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, that's Bruce. He loves kickboxing almost as much as you do. Bruce Mercury. Get yeah. t- get a touching scene of Steve looking sad on a bridge now and Tracy rehashing the previous scene about handing the medallion in. Yeah. Steve, in true um, I know better than you do hero form, says, nothing will happen to me. And we, again, like, just after he said how great his life was and nothing could ever go wrong, his parents got killed, or well, nothing can happen to me. Uh, precursors a another fight <laughs> that's yeah. imminent they leave the bridge and run into a group of grown men playing piggy in the middle or whatever you americans call it keep a ball hog in the hole <laughs> god bless america ball something like that i think these bunch of preppy assholes have got the balls to start taking the piss out of steve for yeah, being a you... kickboxer thing is right steve um steve just gives him the ball back yeah. and says oh hey bruce Here's your ball back. Yeah. And uh, they all start to take the piss out of him. Instead of just saying thanks, they just all start laughing at Steve because he's wearing the medallion, so he does look a bit fucking stupid. Yeah, he does, yeah. But... And he's tank top. Yeah. But they do, they're like laughing at him and uh, just say, oh, since when did you become a champion kickboxer? And all that sort of stuff, you know. That is what one says. Yeah. And Tra- uh, Tracy tells Steve to just ignore Bruce and his boys. Yeah, which which again they do. They're on their way or walking away, and then Bruce says something about you need your mummy to tuck you in tonight because they mention about pissing his pants. Yeah, one of them well. says one of them reminds him not to piss in his pants tonight. Yeah, and then he says, "Well, you need mummy to tuck you in," and then he just says, "You leave my mum out of this, Bruce." <laughs> Because again, we don't know whether they know that his mum's dead. I don't know why they would, since we don't know who the fuck these guys are. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah, they say that and he's not happy. What are you going to do? Going to piss on all of us? Bruce asks, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers crossed behind his back. (laughs) Instead, we get a fight scene. It's five on one. And Tracy, she gets a backhand to the face from Bruce during this as well. Yeah, quite right. Continuing the trend of every woman in a scene getting punched. Well, um, that, of course, leads us to uh, one of my always favourite lines of, son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he sees the punch, son of a bitch, and it enrages him even more. Yeah, Steve batters them all and he and Tracy leave while Bruce vows revenge on them. Uh, he's he's beating Bruce, and she stops him from beating him up anymore, saying, "No, you'll kill him." And as they walk off, Bruce, far from being anywhere near death, shouts, uh, "This isn't over!" And uh, then it's over. We cut to the next scene. Yep, we're back at the gym. We find out Bruce is uh, Freddie Mercury's son. Yeah, this is where we find out that that's the Bruce that we just got mentioned. Ah, it makes perfect sense now. And, uh, you know, George, he's come to confront Steve about it because Bruce told his dad that Steve sucker punched him from behind. And yeah, George's uh, not happy about that, demanding a rematch. Yeah, for a fair fight. Even though uh, Mr. Gale 
points out that no, that is not what happened. My students do not fight here. They only spar and they do training. Yeah. They end up fighting anyway. Yeah, they end up just having a fight, actually. They just ignore what he says and just have a fight. Steve ends up winning. George joins in randomly at the end. It's two versus two with yeah, Mr. Gale well, uh, joining yeah, in. Yeah, Mr. Gale joins in as well. He's uh, he's not a fighter, contrary to his position of sensei at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of get the idea that he's never done this before. <laughs> During the fight, George notices the medal around Steve's neck and leaves with his son. Hurriedly, he calls it off. We also find out here that Mr. Gale is Tracy's dad. Yes. Which I didn't know before before this bit when I'm she sure calls him do, dad. I'm sure they do mention it earlier yeah. on. Yeah. So much attention I was paying. He congratulates Steve on the fight, saying he's never seen him fight like that before. You've got to fight <laughs> for the right to fight, says uh, Steve. Steve takes the medal off, gives it to Mr. Gale who vows to hand it over to the police, and Tracy hugs him. Cut to the gang. They decide to break into the gym later that night, after it closes, and only Mr. Gale is left there. Yeah, it's been reported back, you see. George has found the medallion, but failed to bring it back. They do turn up in masks, they ask for the medal, and when he refuses, they attack him. I liked his reaction to people breaking in, where he just said, This isn't a bank. (laughs) (laughs) In case that would make them go, What? Shit. One guy puts his check away. He was hoping to cash. <laughs> Some old woman in the queue. She's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah, and then they have another fight. This is another fight straight away where yeah. they beat him down and everything. And he says, uh, the medallion's in locker number seven. That's because they threaten his daughter's safety, yeah, they don't do, they? Yeah. And he says, locker number seven. They says, where's the key? And he says, it's unlocked. You think, what's the point of putting it there, then? Why don't you just leave yeah. it on the table? Yeah. It's only you fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the point of putting it in an open locker? You're going to hide it, lock it away. Uh, they retrieve it, and Freddie Mercury recommends they kill Gale on account <laughs> of him recognising his voice. Yeah, which they I don't know if he does. He did, because he started doing the... That was a bit like... Uh, Banana Boat song, wasn't well, it? It was the Banana Boat song. I don't know what the fuck you were going for. Were you going for the live at Wembley Stadium yeah, that's thing? Yeah, nah, nothing like it, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Daylight, come on. <laughs> the famous song by Queen. Yeah. Uh, James agrees, saying if you want to kill him, do it now. Yeah, just hurry up, though. Just get on with it. Bored. He takes the pole off Peter from Blood Debts and starts hitting him in the stomach, so it may take some time. Yeah, which is the best and quickest way to kill a man. It's just he starts hitting him with the, like, the thin end, just like, for ages. And I was like, fucking hell, we'll be there all day. A week later. Yeah. yeah, the gym's been closed for a week. <laughs> Still all sat up there just watching him trying to kill Mr. Gale. <laughs> Tracy and Steve, they arrive back from the from uh, to the gym after a romantic walk through the park. Uh, this disturbs the gang who climb over a wall, presumably into the locker room. I don't know where that takes <laughs> presumably them. Presumably just to safety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like It's in the same building. Why is that wall not even to the ceiling? I don't know. It's like the same in... <laughs> we've mentioned this in a previous episode, but Drop Dead Fred. He's just on the top of a wall yeah, in the middle yeah. of a room. Why, at why, why don't you build walls up to the ceiling over there in America? Must be a like a... Cool thing to do, I guess. <laughs> Is that well, true? For, Is it cool? For builders, builders yeah. think it's cool not to go to the ceiling. 
Must have been something in America, that. I don't know. Weird. Anyway, yeah, they climb over the wall into the next room. Yeah. And the door's wide open. And why don't you <laughs> run through the door, <laughs> to be honest? But still, away they go. Oh, this is in the Philippines anyway, isn't it? So what the hell are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Apologies, America. Oh, you Philippines. What are you doing with your walls? <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> they find uh, Mr. Gale. They take him to hospital. Tracy and Steve ask the same doctor as before how her dad is. He says, no idea. <laughs> says yeah. the next he says 48 hours will be critical so he goes off to rent the film <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do get a uh, dad from tracy when they see the her dad yeah you know so uh, we know that she's upset yeah. he says uh, the doctor outside just says oh one thing and he does the. Uh, I've just remembered something, and I'm and I'm acting that out to you now. Where, yeah. Where he points and clicks his fingers and taps his own head like Columbo. Yeah. It's like <laughs> aha. I just remembered. Um, during the operation, he kept mentioning a medallion, and then he just walks off. I think, yeah. What do you mean during the operation? You're not sedated him yeah, at all. Is he awake? <laughs> He's operating on his fucking brain, are you? Why is he not asleep? <laughs> you mad bastard. Uh, Tracy blames herself for picking up the medallion in the first place. Which is true, yeah, which is her fault. She didn't hand it into the police. That's her fault, not picking it up. I've put that to her fault. Yeah, it is, yeah. Not, not, you know, not, not that she picked it up at all. It was right there. It would have been found. But the fact that she didn't make it known and found, that's her fault, yeah. Yeah. She's right. Steve consoles her by shouting in her face, come back to your senses. <laughs> it's good if he didn't say come back to your senses, because yeah. that was her dad, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have brought it all back to her again. It's them. They're looking for it. Oh, it's all my fault. I should never have picked it up. It's all my fault. I should never have picked it up. It's all my fault. Please don't come back here. We head back to the gang, shouting at uh, George for not telling them of the previous encounter he had with Mr. Gale even though he must have surely told them that for them to know where the medallion was. Yeah, it was during that bit I mentioned. Remember when I said I found the medallion? James takes George to the side and says to make sure Mr. Gale doesn't survive the night. And he's prompt as fuck because the next scene is Gale dead. Mr. Gale yeah. dead in his bed. Yeah, but I don't know if he did it. No. There's no indication that he did it. They're just putting the cover over his face. Mr. Gale's dead. They're crying in the room. And then George is just peeping through a window, isn't he? He just like steps into the window and goes... <laughs> yeah, and then just steps back again. So don't know if he magic. did it. Yeah, don't know if he did it or not. Cut to Steve cry fighting a punch bag in yeah. a suit. Yeah, um, he's in a suit, not the punch bag. <laughs> Similar to the dance fight in Hot Rod, is what I put. <laughs> he punches the bag until his hands start bleeding. Yes, and Tracy has to console him. He does actually uh, give us the world patented. No. Which uh, he didn't do when his own parents were killed. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. He must like Burt Reynolds more than he liked his parents. He is fine in the next scene. He's in a high-rise building, asking to interview Mr. Spinelli. 
Do you see the poster on the wall? I did. I said that this is definitely a kickboxing headquarters because they have a poster of the film Kickboxer. Yeah, but it wasn't Van Damme. But it was, but they had a moustache. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they well, moustachioed him off. They've added a moustache to, to him. pretend it wasn't him or something. It's like a scene from Birdemic where <laughs> you just have a poster of something in the I mean, background. Surely, surely that didn't make their own film also called Kickboxer. No, that's that's it? the same poster. It they is, just added it? a moustache to it. Yeah, yeah but... Is it a real moustache? <laughs> a grown one. <laughs> on the poster. On the poster, yeah. yeah. This is our first sign of um, Steve's undercover work. Yeah, he's very good at it, isn't he? Yeah, he gives the fake name of Billy No Parents, and he says he's a reporter <laughs> for Sports Week magazine. He actually gets, we actually get to watch him do the interview as well. With, yes, he's uh, looking through a uh, book of champions, isn't he? He says, so my first question for Sports Week magazine, Mr Spinelli, is... Who's the biggest champion of kickboxing? And Spinelli just throws him the fucking book and says, have a look for yourself. Yeah, he says, do your bloody research. Steve th- flips through it and spots a man wearing the same medallion that was found in the house. It's James. No two kickboxing medallions are the same, Ken. That's, the, that that's what we're learning. That is true. That is true. As luck would have it, it is indeed our main bad guy, James. Spinelli tells Steve uh, he's their most recent champion and he even has his address if Steve would like to go there and kill him. <laughs> to which Steve says yes please <laughs> or for an interview whichever whichever you want to do yes because you're very convincing as an undercover reporter young man he carries on he heads straight there you there with your blood hands yeah <laughs> yeah yeah next scene he's at his house he is he says hello there to the guy who opens the, the yeah, gate he opens the gate he's like that <clears throat> it's like hello there I'm crackshot journalist my name is Fancy Slippers I'm from the big city <laughs> And I'm here for the big scoop. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of James Cordell. I was hoping to be able to interview this son of a bitch. And he says, no. Yeah. And shuts the door in his face. And then shouts the rest of it from over a wall to yeah. him. Yeah. He's like, he says, uh, why don't you go piss up a rope? Or better yet, yeah. make an appointment. You little bollocks. <laughs> yeah. He shouts. You're not coming in, you little bollocks. <laughs> and he says... I don't even have his uh, phone number. But I would have very much liked to have interviewed him. (laughs) That's a shame. I was looking forward to interviewing James Cornell. And he shouts from behind the gate. He's in the phone book. Yeah, which is odd that that entire scene has happened and he hasn't just looked him up in the phone book to begin with. But still, anyway, whatever. Did you like his pseudonym there, Ken? Fancy Slippers. (laughs) Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, next scene, uh, he's uh, climbing a wall. In he his is. slippers, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They, they are fancy. They're very fancy. He almost jumps the fence, but he decides not to when he spots the rest of the gang. <laughs> when he spots this guy's moustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's James practising in his garden, isn't it? Yeah, he's having a kickboxing sparring match. Which I thought originally was Peter from Blood Deaths, but it isn't. No, I, I thought that as well, which is perhaps racist of us. But, yes. Uh, yeah, he's just fighting a man. Maybe it was Sugarfoot. I did put, I like how Steve has turned into Richard Harrison from Blood Deaths with all this undercover work, yeah. but you saying the director's the same makes sense. Yeah, it does indeed. He somehow knows where uh, George works and asks the mechanic to check his car whilst he has a snoop around the place. Can I just bring you back to this guy's moustache? Go on then. What a fucking moustache that, that bodyguard's got. It's pretty good. It's close up. He walks right into the front of the camera frame. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you can just see Steve just like peeping over the wall, even though he's tiny. So he's obviously had to get a leg up from somebody else or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's like, he's about to climb over. And then this moustache walks into shot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, eventually the rest of the face turns up. And he just goes, 
back down the wall. He just thinks, I'm not messing with that moustache. Yeah, imagine if it was Sam Elliott. Yeah, that moustache is never in it again, by the way. It's just, that, just, just that one scene where he comes right in, looks around, shows you the full thing as he looks around like that. He does that with his face as he does it. And you just think, that's full moustache, that is. Yeah, and then he just fucks off, not in it again. Yeah. Brilliant. Whoever played that guy, well done. I like it. And whoever played the moustache attached to the guy, also well done. <laughs> it's like Cousin It from the Adams Family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just say it was amazing. One of the best moustaches in a film. Nice to see him get him work again. A little cameo job there. Yeah, so uh, he has a snoop around the garage when he tells the guy he needs someone to look at his car. He, he sees that George is there with the Mexican, chatting in the garage itself. He says, hey, you there, mechanic. Yeah. And he says, hey, can I help you, sir? He says, yes, my car is wrong. And he says, let me take a look at it, buddy. And whilst he's there, he's just staring into the garage. Yeah, sees George and Fred uh, whispering and conniving and uh, obviously up to no good, even though it's during working hours. You know, George is probably quite professional during work, you'd imagine. Yeah, Built thought, a successful so. business with his own garage. Except for all the killing. Except for the killings and the possible rapes and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And eventually um, Fred leaves. Uh, so Steve just says, actually, I've changed my mind. My car is good. It works. Ha <laughs> ha. Sorry about that. And drives off. Yeah. Follows Fred. And uh, he, he follows him uh, to Fred's work. And he works at like a, a boatyard, doesn't he? As a... Like a yeah, what's he doing? I don't know. I don't know what any of them really do except George. He's clearly got a garage, BMW garage. Yeah, but yeah, and, he, and Fred works on the on the docks, like building. Fred, I guess. he used to work on the docks. <laughs> yeah, and then Steve, he tries to get in as well, doesn't he? There's a guy with a clipboard uh, saying good morning to everybody. Yeah. Steve tries to get in, and he says, "Hey, where, 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 you, where, where did you go? Hey, hey, you don't work here, buddy." And he says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm new, and I was looking for something to eat." And he says, "Okay, there's somewhere next door." And he says, okay. I was looking for some place to eat. Is that why are you coming to the fucking docks then, you idiot? For fish. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, who was that man there? Is he your manager? He seems to have a strange aura about him. <laughs> and he says, no, he's our supervisor. There's a, big, there's a big difference. Yeah, and he tells him his name. His name's Fred. What, what an unusual thing to be doing for the guy who's got the clipboard. Yeah, just offering massively out unprofessional. Yeah, offering yeah. out ad- like words of wisdom, advice, anything you ask, I will tell you. My only job is to not let you on the site. Anything yeah. else, I'm open. Steve goes to the Asian restaurant next door. You know who's on the mic behind him? Go on. Just hanging out. <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> hanging out. Hanging out. Steve's chowing down anyway. This one's for you, Steve. It's called family. <laughs> Big Mama's in the kitchen. Getting her throat broke. Dad's through the window. Anyway, uh, Steve, he's chowing down. He notices two middle-aged men take a seat near to him and he offers to join them, saying, Hi, my name's Tiny Johnson. I'm new in town. I don't know where all the action is. Yeah, can I join you? And they say, yeah, sure. Pull up a seat, yeah. young buck. Yeah, which would really happen, wouldn't it? Yeah. You've just gone out there for a drink and some idiot just turns up and says, hey, can I sit with you? You'd be like, no. No. No, but still, no, obviously it's fine over there. 
where's all the action at? And I said, this is turning into a Kenby Wild film at yeah. this point. It's certainly for the next bit as well. Yeah, one of the blokes excuses himself to go to the toilet. He says, my friend here will tell you exactly where all the action is at. I'm going to go to the lavatory. And Steve eagerly follows yeah, up. And he's, but... and he's just like, so this is how you get to it. He says, actually, I also need to go to the toilet. And he's like, okay. Before this story, do I have time to go to the toilet? Not really. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just paged Dr. Sanchez. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the guy who's in the toilet asks him where he's from, and Steve responds with a karate chop. Yeah, just, yeah, just kicks him. And steals his overalls <laughs> as a way of entering the building site. He doesn't need to do that. No one else is in overalls except no, him. Uh, so also, what about when that other bloke thinks, where the hell's my friend? And yeah. then just goes into the toilets and finds he's got just no clothes on anymore. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> How the hell do we keep coming here on our lunch? <laughs> yeah, this lunch is the break? third time this week. Plus, that guy was much taller than Steve. He's not a tall man. No. Uh, he sees uh, Fred and shouts, You killed my family! <laughs> yeah, and then he just runs over and kicks him in the throat. <laughs> it's like whilst he's talking to somebody. <laughs> he just interrupts a conversation by kicking the man in the throat. Maybe, maybe my favourite death in this film. It's it's funny because like there's a huge fight and um, they go all through the docks, don't they? Having a kickboxing yeah, fight, yeah, and everyone's everyone's sort of like nudging each other and like grabbing a weapon to go and help, and none of them get involved in this fight. So no. where the hell were they going? No idea. Maybe they were like, "Hey, look, uh, Fred's been kicked in the throat. Let's go to break." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd have said. Yeah, let's go to that restaurant next door and listen to that guy sing about family. <laughs> Yeah, but they just all like pick something up and just go towards where we imagine they're fighting, and none of them are in it. Yeah, they're just not in the scenes. So it's like I don't know, weird. Because I thought, uh oh, numbers game, but there is no numbers game because they all just apparently just down tools and fuck off. Yep, they end up fighting onto a boat. Uh, Fred grabs a blowtorch, uses a weapon, and Steve responds by throwing gasoline all over him yep. and setting him fully ablaze. Yeah. And then looks at the gasoline like he didn't know what it was. When, yeah. he, when he bursts into flame, he just looked down and he's like, oh. As though yeah. he thought it might have just been just some water. Just to yeah. gently splash him. In a petrol can. <laughs> just to gently splash the man. Yeah, fully ablaze, falls yeah. to the ground. Steve fucks off. Despite all the eyewitnesses, um, he's fine. He gets away. Yeah. Cut it's, to him in the bar. They're all at the bloody restaurants, aren't they? Dancing. Just hanging out. <laughs> just in some barbecue stories. <laughs> Hanging out with Fred, who is fully on fire. <laughs> Ow! Says Fred. <laughs> I'm going to the toilet. I'm also going to the toilet. <laughs> I'm going to steal Dom's clothing. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Can I, uh, can I throw a question at you? Go on. Um, why has he killed Fred? What evidence has he got that connects Fred to anything other than just knowing George, who seems to also be running his own business, but at one point did have a fight earlier in the film? There's still no connection to anyone's death. All he knows is that uh, he's Bruce's dad, and there was a bit of a fight at the gym. He does not know, however, about any of the conversations they've all been having with each other. And he certainly hasn't got any connection to the... as as we can tell, the respectable supervisor at the boating yard, who just happens to know George. Doesn't mean that he's involved in everything he does, including murdering. That's true. Still, you know, 
We'll move on. (laughs) Just lucky, I guess, that he was involved. (laughs) But still, yeah, carry on. Tracy turns up to confront um, Steve about the death of the the supervisor from the boatyard. (laughs) She pleads with him not to stain his hands with more blood. (laughs) The thing is, the way he's working in this stables. Ridiculous. He's got got no shirt on, obviously. He's just got his stonewashed jeans. And then they talk about the wheels of justice. (laughs) Some great dialogue. Amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant. The dialogue in this is ridiculous. Oh, I love it, yeah. Steve, does this have anything to do with the supervisor that got killed yesterday? Come on, Steve, answer me. You killed that man, didn't you? Didn't you? Oh, God. You finally did it, didn't you? You stained your hands with blood. The wheels of justice have turned, Tracy. Nothing's going to stop it. No, Steve, you can stop it. You can Please, I don't want to lose you too. Yeah, they t- they chat about the uh, the death of uh, of Fred and James. He says he has a plan of his own with how to deal with um, Steve. Yeah, that they now also know is after them. Yeah, because the mechanic said I saw somebody actually followed him. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, that'll be Steve, the young." Uh... Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, it probably was him. He called. He said his name was Tiny Johnson. I'm not sure what who that man I is. I don't know, but he certainly had some fancy slippers. And they was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Steve, as it turns out, he's tailing George, who meets with Peter from Blood Debts, and they go for a walk. Yeah, who's just laughs. He's got a clipboard, hasn't he? So yeah. he's obviously in charge of something as well. At the at the garage with, he's at with the, George. Uh, no, he's at the train yard. Oh, yeah. So between them, they run the entire network of like travel, yeah. don't they? He's at the train yard. You've he got George own. who runs cars, and then you've got Fred who runs the ships. Yeah, and as I say, Peter, he must own all of the... The trains on the Monopoly board, I think, is what you find there. I think he does. Yeah, they go for a walk along the train tracks. Steve follows them. They get in a train car that's, like, abandoned. He thinks, yeah, why not? Gets in with them. Doors shut. Ambush. Ambush time. Yeah, they're all in there, including James. Um, And it's a three-on-one fight. He holds his own quite well, Steve, to be honest. It does okay, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it does end up managing to escape because they're all laughing together. That's how he gets away. Yeah. They all stop to laugh. Because he's on the floor going, no, no. And they're all like, ha, 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 ha. Looking at each other going, ha, ha, ha. We're going to kill him now. This will be the time that we kill him. They've all got close-ups of like from their chin upwards and they're just nodding at each other. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Kill him, yes. Let's burn down the shack. <laughs> yeah, but instead, obviously, he escapes. And they're like, oh, damn that laughter time. And he han- hides under the same train car that they were all in. But that does seem to confuse them. Well, yeah, but I thought he'd run away. Mm. Yeah, but then he doesn't. He just emerges from the train. He's underneath it. Yeah, and gives him the slip. He manages to get back to uh, the gym. And as soon as he gets there, he collapses in front in Tracy's arms. The gang drives straight there, obviously, because they know where he is. Seems a bit crazy for him to go back there, but whatever. Yeah. I didn't have uh, have your cell phone, did you? So he couldn't say, meet me elsewhere. Uh, Steve is in bed. He's got a bandage around his head, so you know he's in trouble. Mm -hmm. Stacey's pleading with him again to stop the killing. Um, There's a guy who's just walking along, who who spots the gang turn up and head into the place. Yeah, and thinks, "Uh uh-oh, there's a gang. Looks like trouble. Yeah. 
better get involved. They enter the place just as Steve and Tracy escape, and that random guy offers help, offers them help to escape. Yeah, I'll tell you who he is. Go on. He's the guy who owns the stables. He is. His name's Mark. Yes. Yes, but uh, we don't know who he is at this moment, do we? It's no. It's like one of those where he's just like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. Is he getting involved? But who's the for? postman? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it turns out he's the guy who owns the stables. Where Mark was shirtless earlier. Or... or works at the stables so as marks, well or something marks the stable boy yeah i think so yeah. yeah he says you can stay here for as long as you like at my or, stables or longer if you'd like yeah or even longer than that longer than i'd like yeah that's what he said <laughs> you <laughs> can stay here for longer than i'd like <laughs> the gang can't find them anyway and james tells them do not stop looking whatever you do always look at things and your surroundings yes or you'll bump into other things I do like how Steve's wearing a bandage around his head, just to let us know mm-hmm. that he's injured. Yeah. Classic. He tells Trace that he has to get back in shape for the final battle with the gang. Yeah, gotta help me. He says he needs her yeah. help. You've gotta help me get back in shape. Cue a montage. Yes, she nods. And it's montage time. And what a fucking montage this is. We've got uh, he's planking across two wooden benches or she's hitting him in the stomach. Yeah, he's punching some wood with rope wrapped around it like in Hard to Kill. Breaking wooden poles with special kicks. Yeah, he's kicking the same wood. She appears to be helping just by standing near him. I think she's timing him at one point, although I'm not sure what she's timing. One-arm press-ups. Yeah, she's sat on his back whilst he's doing push-ups, which is probably more preferable to RJ being on your, being <laughs> on your cock-a-doodle-doo. I've written no sign of RJ from No Retreat, No Surrender. Thank goodness, he's just still getting the ice creams, isn't he? Yeah. She says, Steve, you did it! Yeah, because he, he screams, he's like, ah! And then proceeds to break all of the bits of wood he's been hitting. They jump up it's in It's a the... good job he did it as well, isn't it? Because he's screaming. So if, imagine he was doing that and he still didn't break them. Yeah. He just, he's done that every day for a week. <laughs> yeah. Until finally they captured it on video where he breaks them. Yeah, she says, Steve, you did it. She jumps up in the air with a fist pump and he gives the big thumbs up and we freeze frame. Yeah, we do, actually. Yeah, like the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, there we go then. Turn it off. Didn't see any more. Yeah. Was there an end credits? Meanwhile, Mark gets a surprise attack in the park, which made me laugh out loud yeah. because he's just chatting to his missus. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? And someone runs in and punches him right in the face. <laughs> what he's chatting about, though, is he's chatting about the top super secret uh, special guest he's got at the stables that he shouldn't be telling anybody about in case they find him. Yeah. But he's there going, ah. yeah, so anyway, he's at my stables now. The guy is everyone's trying to kill. Yeah, but don't tell anyone. What the hell? And somebody <laughs> just punches him in the He face. doesn't even react. He just hits the fucking deck because this guy comes in punching him. <laughs> my note is, how would they know that Mark helped them? I, I think they say, oh, there's that guy who helped him or something like that. I'm sure. Obviously, Mark knows kickboxing yeah, Mark's as well. Mark's also a kickboxer. And he tells them where they are after they threaten his girlfriend. Uh, although, um, Jim... Or as you like to keep calling him, Peter from Blood Deaths. Um, uh, he's outfoxed by a children's playground on more than one occasion, isn't he? Because the girlfriend is running <laughs> through the children's playground. He just keeps falling over things and she yeah. swings. He, cut, he gets hit by a swing. There's no depth perception. No, so she spins a roundabout and he hits him and he falls down. And you're there thinking, he really is shit, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And um, it is good because um, James comes in and he's going to like beat up Mark. George says, no, he's mine. 
and Mark uh, James just sort of steps back and pats him on the back, and um, Mark just beats George up, <laughs> and then James has to come and help him anyway. And he'll be there thinking, "Yeah, way to show your boss who's the best, are you?" Anyway, yes, he he does eventually just tell them where, yeah, because they're, they're threatening they're going to kill his girlfriend. Uh, they arrive at the stable and attack Tracy first, roughing her up, asking her where Steve is. Yeah, he's not here. I was shocked that he actually isn't there. No, no, he really wasn't there. No. <laughs> he really wasn't. What the fuck? Why would you leave her? Where the hell's he been? Exactly, because he arrives only, a second later. They're only there because of him. Where's he fucking gone? Why would you leave her on her own? Probably gone on a beer run. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally killed a man and ran off. How did he not know they arrived? It's the only car that turned up and he literally walked through the door when they leave. So he must have been on the ground. Yeah, but still, they've taken her. Um, and he gives us another shout. This time it's, Tracy! She doesn't answer because she's gone. Yeah, she's in the car. Off she goes. Yep. We get a scene now, which is interesting, with George and his son Bruce. <laughs> George is back at work, you know, next day. Just popped <laughs> into the office, make sure everything's all right with his cars and shit. Yeah, and uh, this really hit home for me, this this scene with Bruce. Really? Yeah, it's emotional, isn't it? It's an emotionally grounding scene. Well, Bruce says that he wants to quit kickboxing and says his dad doesn't even know him. And his dad says... Of course I know who you are. You're Bruce. Yeah. And he <laughs> says... <laughs> like, literally doesn't know him. <laughs> and he's like, that's not what I meant, Dad. He's like, get out of here. Who the hell are you? <laughs> he says, I want to be me. I want to be Bruce. Yeah. I just want to be Bruce. <laughs> I wasn't sure if this was going to come... He was going to come out as gay to his dad in this scene. And Maybe that's what Bruce means. Yeah. Maybe he's using it like- as code. That's like a really random thing to include in this nonsense, yeah. this nonsense action film. He's but it a, would have been interesting. He says he's out. He just, he just, he wants to be out of the game. He says. Why is this scene in the film? Because it because it, he just wants to be Bruce. Don't you see? He can't connect with his dad. His dad's too far gone. That's what he's saying. All he ever wanted was his dad to respect him for who he is, not build his expectations upon him and therefore cripple his own development. Don't you see, Dom? Don't you see? He just wants to be Bruce. Sorry, what? Anyway, George says, yeah, well, do whatever, do whatever you want. Do it on your own time. He see says it on your own time, yeah. on your own dollar. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck you, Bruce. Yeah, I thought that would have, that's a very weird kind of thing to include in the it, film. It, it is, and it's massively unnecessary, but maybe, maybe Bruce said to Teddy Page, I've got an idea, right? I want to do something else after this. This is my chance. This is my audition piece. And he was like, you do what you want, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I said, yeah, as long as he bobs it up. I've got 90 minutes. As long as we hit 90 minutes, I couldn't care less. And he's like, right, okay, I've got it. Watch he, this. He says, I want to be Bruce. I want to ride my bicycle. <laughs> That's what his dad says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Steve, he turns up, fights everyone in sight. Literally everyone just immediately attacks him. Yeah, they do, yeah. I think one might just be a passerby, to be honest. And I'll tell you who doesn't join him. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. He's either so emotional, he's still weeping to himself in the office, or he's actually just gone to explore the world on his own terms. <laughs> on his own time and his own dollar. Yeah. Like, like uh, Bill Bixby at the end of the uh, <laughs> Incredible Hulk episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just off like that. <laughs> Whilst all the violence is going on, we just keep cutting to... Da, 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 da. <laughs> just, just Bruce hitching a ride out of town. 
Join us again next week for <laughs> Blood Bruce, the uh, the sequel. Blood Bruce Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Bruce easily. Oh, nice! <laughs> is the tagline. Uh, George joins in the fight. He's got a sledgehammer that he wields with ease. Yes, yeah, they, they do. They do bring like pipes, uh, wrenches, sledgehammers to the fight, don't they? The lead pipes, Ken means not like the smoking pipe. He's going to smoke him out, guys. <laughs> Steve's on. <laughs> My note is: Why is there a swing set at the garage? Um, that's a classic. Uh, it's what you have at garages. You never worked in a garage. Yeah, we'll go look at the car and let your missus can go on the swing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what they say to them? <laughs> if couples turn up. Something for the nipper, isn't it? Get the kid on. Get the kid on the swing. Yeah, leave him there. We'll go look at some cars. Bruce, push the kid. <laughs> no, Dad, no! I want to push my own kid. <laughs> you never push me on the swing, Dad! Now I'm gay. <laughs> Shut up, Bruce. Steve eventually hits uh, George in the fucking face with the hammer. We get a comedy look it's at the, the camera. the best death, in my opinion. You like the other ones, but this is a perfect death for me. Yeah, he spins around. He spins, Gives a shocked look to the camera. Spins to the camera with a big uh, circle of redness on his forehead. Yeah. And he's like, oh! And sort of kind of like goes cross-eyed with open mouths at the camera and falls dead. Yeah. It's the end of George. Uh, Peter from Blood Deaths, meanwhile, he's checking... Uh, the rail yard out, I guess. Yeah, he's just walking about, doing his work stuff with his clipboard, meaning he's in charge. And he spots a mechanic, Ken, in white overalls and a white hard hat. And this mechanic has a name badge. What is it? It says, Hi, I'm Voodoo Guacamole. <laughs> Ask me anything. <laughs> well, it's good that he says that because um, <laughs> it was a big fucking badge, isn't it, that? So it's, a sa- it. it's like a sandwich board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the most practical, is it, for working on the uh, the dock? Shouldn't have had such a long name. But um, <clears throat> yeah, but uh, Jim does go over and he does ask him stuff. He says, "How how's it going, Voodoo Guacamole, <laughs> Mister Voodoo Guacamole yourself?" Yeah, and he ignores him, and he doesn't like that. So he asks again. He still doesn't. Uh, he still ignores him, and he says. Son of a bitch, and tells him that he's his crew leader or something. It's, I'm your crew leader talking to you, and uh, <laughs> that's exactly what he yeah, says. Yeah, voodoo guacamole, you motherfucker. If that even is your real name, <laughs> yeah, which I'm beginning to have me doubts. Yeah, I mean, we should have run you through a couple of checks before we give you the badge. Yeah, I'm kind of a sad. lot of money for that. I'm sad I've used that name on this. I wanted him for a film pitch. No, we can do. No one's going to listen to this. We can always just put, <laughs> we use him again. Brilliant. No worries. <laughs> yeah, so they have a fight as well. It turns out it's Steve. It is. It's Steve. He's, he's, he's under, he's incognito, isn't he? He's in disguise yeah. by putting a hat on. Yeah. He's a master <laughs> of disguises, man. His ridiculous disguises that aren't overly necessary. He doesn't need to wear any no. of this shit. No, because... It's Why like, does he pretend to be a mechanic? Because he's got his back to him. Why, though? Just fucking attack him. Yeah, he could just ambush him. Ridiculous. He's got a clipboard, remember? So That's true. Yeah. You so can't you punch get, a man in with a clipboard. You've got to be careful, ain't Glasses you? or a clipboard. That's why I've got both at all times. I wonder why work. you had that, yeah. Yeah, I walk around at work with a clipboard, hanging from my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I 
my note is, let's hope Steve doesn't have a tiny bazooka up his sleeve or Peter is fucked. <laughs> He'll be saving that later on. You've got to go main villain for that. Uh, they fight along the train tracks. Steve gets the upper hand and ends up tying Peter to the train tracks like a villain from a Western. Yeah, it turns out that he's actually called Walter at this point. Ew. Peter. Peter, that oh. you keep calling Peter, and I keep calling Jim, because that's his real name, he's Jim. He's Jim Gaines. You keep calling him Peter from Blood Debts. Turns out his name's actually Walter in this film. Who knew? Not, not us. Me. Yeah, clearly not us. <laughs> not us. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I've actually, at this point, I've written down Walter. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That, that's his Three name. seconds before his death, his name's Walter. <laughs> Walter says, this is murder. And, uh... Steve says, you murdered my parents. Oh, damn it. He says, no, I didn't. It was James. And uh, he says that... Oh, oh, sorry then. And he (laughs) unties him, uh, buys him a drink. Yeah. Steals his clothes in the toilets. No, he doesn't do that. No, of course not. He promises to untie him if he tells him where they're keeping Tracy. And Peter from Blood Debt says, I don't know where they're keeping a man. You didn't say, I didn't ask where you're keeping the man. Where they are keeping (laughs) Tracy. Keeping her man. I'm her man. How can I expect it to be escaped from the tracks with you in here, her man? <laughs> is what he says. And uh, he ends up telling Steve where she's being kept. And he says, okay, now cut me loose. And then he says something I couldn't make out. No, is what he says. Oh, right. <laughs> he says, no. That makes sense, because he leaves. And uh, we get the worst... I've, put it, I've, I've called it a piss-poor death scene. Mm-hmm. It's like a POV, like someone's pretending to be a train holding the camera, running towards Peter, and then we get just stock footage of a train coming into yeah, into that, land. That's, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the end of him. He's been run over by a train. Yeah. Uh, anyway, onto the final battle. It looks like it's at the Roman Colosseum. Where the fuck's this? It's some sort of abandoned temple a- area. Of, yeah. of stuff. You know where it looks like actually. You know where they go um, in blood debts. Oh, yeah, for the other scene, yeah, where he kills the gang who robbed the convenience store. Yes, it looks the same place. I think it probably is. It may well be. Yeah, on to the final battle scene. Um, Steve knees a man in the groin six times. (laughs) (laughs) There's a guy, do you see that? Yeah, well, you've got to, haven't you? You've got to make sure he's down. (laughs) He's just like, just really, I was like, Jesus Christ, Steve. You've got to make sure he's down. He's come dressed as a uh, concrete um, pole, Steve, to blend in. <laughs> oh, actually, my note is, where did they get all these henchmen from? I, d- I don't know. I don't know. But it's just like, these henchmen are all shit. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, the, so the first one, he, get, he gets jumped, doesn't he? And uh, and wins. Six kicks yeah. to the groin. Yeah, which will, which will win a fight. The next one's a bit harder. The next one is, uh, I actually thought it was uh, our good friend Fred Williamson at the one point. Um, who seems to attack him at the top of some stairs, throw him down the stairs, then they go back up the stairs and they both fall down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Eventually... Chokes uh, him out or some yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the bottom of the stairs, he, he kills Fred Williamson, who's not actually Fred Williamson in the slightest. No. But anyway, yeah, so he wins another one. So that's that's two down. Some big fucker in orange tank top next. Yep, yep. Some, uh, some big guy just comes through. He... Um, Throws Steve around a bit. He gets gorilla pressed at this point as well, doesn't he? Yeah. He just picks him up over his head and like throws him about the place. He throws him through a wall. Um, he throws him out of walls. Steve stops, notices there's a nail protruding from the wall. 
and uh, eventually uses the other guy's momentum, slams his head into the nail. Yeah. Wins that one. That's three down. Yeah. Then, tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. Ring, ring, ring goes the bell. <laughs> it's James doing a musical number. <laughs> Champion kickboxer, but his passion is the dramatic arts. Yeah. Him and, what's his name? The son. Bruce. Yeah, him and putting, Bruce. Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> when you're blue. When you're... <laughs> Got a cane, top hat, spats. <laughs> Other than that, just kickboxing shorts. Top Hat and Spats was mine and Ken's swing <laughs> album. Yeah, not to be confused with our swingers club. Yes. There's nothing to do with that. Top Hat and Spits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get we get the guard from the... You know when he was saying his name was um, Tiny Johnson? Oh, no, that was when he was Fancy Slippers, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah Fancy Slippers. <laughs> Yeah, when he, he uses said, so many names, it's difficult. Yeah, when he was crack crack journalist, fancy slippers. I'm looking for an interview with the champ. Yeah, he had a hat with press written yeah. on it. Hey there, big fella. Yeah, well, that big fella is is the man now that he's fighting. It's not. It is. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. No way. It is. It's the same guy. Well, from maybe the... they're all doing his bodyguards. Then he said, "Where did he get a henchman from?" If you're just... claiming that this is the same guy. This guy sure is definitely the not. same guy. Sure, it's not. It is. It's no. definitely him. Oh, well. I went back and checked. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, he turns around and sees Holy him, shit. And that's what he says. Right at him. Holy shit. Steve gets battered in this bit. He gets he slides across the floor like he's been like dragged by a car or something. Like striker <laughs> in a airplane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He slides right across the floor. He does I'm it. Steve <laughs> it does a jump kick. Uh which you get a whoosh through the air as he does <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's well. nice, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> He actually ends up giving him a broken leg. Yeah, he gets some. He gets some glass as well, doesn't he? It looked like he's been like put on some glass on his eyes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Then he snaps his leg, and that's it. He's done, that guy. Yeah, but we're not done yet because no. who's that in the distance playing cat and mouse? I don't know. Who is it? I don't know either. I couldn't see it's it's too, too far, far away. away. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, fuck. I actually thought that. I think I was, those are my exact words as I watched it. Who is that in the distance playing cat and mouse? <laughs> he's, he's giving him the I got, uh, you know, bring it sat- like gesture, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Which every- is weird because he does that and then he just leaves. Yeah. So oh. he, he keeps bringing it and he keeps moving it. And when he, when he gets there, Steve, he, he runs at pace. And when he gets around the corner, he's gone. Yeah. So he also must be legging That's it. That's what I mean. He <laughs> yeah. must be like top speed. He's got a motorbike around the back or something. Yeah. It turns out that he gets around one corner and he spots Tracy. She's tied up with... She's got like a wooden... Yeah, this is after they've done it a couple of times. Yeah. He's, he's done the, I'm over here, without saying it. And yeah. he's like, oh, there he is, runs, and then finds him. He does it one time and there's no way he could get out of the way. He's lightning quick. Yeah, he's just round the... You stood next to him. Uh, yeah, Tracy, she's gagged and she's got like a, a wooden like pole thing between her arms and then they're tied as well so she's yeah, like she's got an incredible she? amount of like slack on that chain though isn't she to a, to uh um james's detriment later yes it is that's what i mean though you wouldn't do that no uh yeah as i say yeah james when he, he comes to um help tracy steve does and as he does that he's attacked from behind and it's james dressed as johnny cage from mortal Kombat. yeah and he's wearing the medallion yeah because he's the champ yeah, well, yes, well, yes, obviously, yes. He's got bomber jacket, sunglasses, 
just Johnny Cage. That's what, it's, what I've written, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. We get a back and forth fight here. Um, James, at one point, he's standing over Steve, and he's just continually punching him in the face with yeah. no resistance. Quite right, too. <laughs> but I'd imagine James is quite the blood hands at this point. Yes. He's stained his hands with blood. Don't you see? Figuratively and, like, literally. Quite literally in this point. Looks like... Um, of course, remember that uh, Steve had literally stained his hands with his own blood when he was punching the punch bag earlier on. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Literally. It's, it's a literal title. Steve allows James to punch him in the face about 15 times. He gives him a quick kick to the solar plexus. He stumbles back a little bit, which allows... Uh, in the background, we see that Tracy's wriggled herself free. She she grabs the wooden fucking pole that's like been like separating her arms, hits him in the back of the head with it, and uh, he just falls from height. He just falls off the building and dies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> falls off the Roman Colosseum. <laughs> it's um it's unusual that she didn't try and escape prior to any of this. Yeah. You know, whilst other things were happening, she could have done all that. Anyway, uh, um, they they both get up. Uh, Steve, not not James, obviously, he's fallen from height and he's dead. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. get up and go, oh, bloody hell. No, Steve gets up, uh, hugs Tracy, looks down at uh, the prone body of James and says, so long, champ. And uh, then Cynthia Rothrock comes in and says, we'll keep an eye out for you, Stingray. And then some other guy who's not even in the film walks in and goes, yes, yeah, see ya. And uh, it just goes on and all the last death quips come in. And then Ken comes in and says, wouldn't want to be you. <laughs> and, and then, then Bruce looks... comes in and says, <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> I want to be me. I want to break free. <laughs> That's his dad. He comes in, George. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a big musical number with everyone. Hanging out. Hanging out. <laughs> Hanging out with my family. Watching James bleed to death. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I, again, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was funny all the way through. It's not a good film, and I didn't enjoy it because it was a good film. It's a bad film, but that's why I enjoyed this one. Yeah, I thought... I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny in a in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 this one's a, a cracking... This is so bad, it's funny film. It's yeah. A, this is a very, very good, and that... The, the dialogue, no one ever speaks like this in real life. No. Ridiculous. I can't, I can't believe anyone's ever even said, "I'm uh, what a great day I'm having, everything's perfect. No one's ever, even if you are having a good day, you don't say it to people. Because no. you're there thinking, well, I better not mention how great the day's gone. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe yesterday was a great day. You can say it in retrospect, but you don't say, today is the best day of my life. Because that's opened that right up, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and that's how we meet the hero. It's exactly what he says, and uh, yeah, he was wrong. Uh, I've got a body count for you, Ken. Okay, go for it. What do you reckon? I want you to tell me. Um, I'm going to go 21. No, much less. I'm going to go two, then. <laughs> um, Nine. Close. There's ten. Ten deaths. Yes. The deaths are store manager, mm-hmm. mom and dad. Yeah. Get uh, Mr. Gale. Yeah. Police sergeant. Mm-hmm. Fred. Yeah. George. Yeah. Uh, Peter from Blood Debts. Yeah. <laughs> Orange tank top. 
which I'm, I'm, I'm including because of the nail through the head. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. And James. Yeah. How many is the uh, good guy? What's the good guy there? Just the, the gang. And Orange Top. So he gets half of them there, he gets five. Yeah. Where yeah. did you find this? Was this a recommendation or was it? Uh, it was posted and that, that film poster, if you ain't watching a film with a poster like that. It's got a great poster. Then, then Jesus, what's wrong with you? Where was it posted? Uh, Twitter. They uh, they just posted the poster. They like just put a picture of that poster up. And, uh, and honestly, if you enjoy martial arts films and B-movies, then you get a poster like that and you're not checking it out, then you're wrong. You don't enjoy them at all and you're lying to yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it was. They put it on and I just thought, that is such a ridiculous poster. It doesn't even look like it's his own body in that. It that's definitely how, that's isn't. how bad that poster <laughs> yeah. is. But yeah, and I uh, saw it and I thought, oh, there's one. Watched it, messaged you, <laughs> got you involved, brought you into it. And uh, yeah, why not? And I thought it was bloody brilliant. It is on YouTube, as we say. Just search uh, Blood Hands and you'll find it. <laughs> If you, if you enjoyed blood debts, you'll definitely enjoy blood hands. Yeah. You've paid off your blood debts. Now. Wash your blood hands. <laughs> Wash your bloody hands. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant there. Really, really enjoyed it. Right. Well, we'll bring this podcast to a close then. Thank you, as always, to my co-host, Mr. Kenby Wilde. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, if you've seen this, uh, what did you think to it? Let us know. The email address is badmoviecult at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on all social media. Just search Bad Movie Cult and you, I'm sure you'll find us. If you want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members, you can. You just search Bad Movie Cult Discussion Group on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. If you want to support the podcast, you can by simply leaving us an Apple Podcast rating or review. It's a massive help in getting us found by new listeners. You can also uh, rate and review us on Spotify. If you have the chance, please do stop by our channel on YouTube and and rate and uh, what's it called? Subscribe. Subscribe and subscribe and give us a thumbs up on our on our um, videos. It's a massive help. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of the films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com. We'll be back again in a week's time and we will be doing a full movie review, deep dive and film pitch. Hallelujah. Right here on the Bad Movie Cult podcast. See you next time, Kenneth. See you later. Just hanging out. <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. Scott's on the radio, and I hear somebody say hello. hello. So Thelma starts to dancing, and Grandma starts to prancing to make sure that the fellas don't try any glancing. Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the family, having ourselves a Just you leave now before I show you something you won't find so damn humorous. Are you gonna show your little Willie? <laughs> <laughs>